you've got a lot and I think like focus on your health first focus mm. on your disability first and then then worry about society you know like I honestly am a bit guilty of on focusing on too much on other people and society at large rather than myself so I totally agree do not feel guilty yeah. do not pressure yourself to learn you know just come as you are um, learn as you go do whatever you can in your space and look after yourself first you know like put on your own oxygen mask before you put on someone else's it's that whole concept oh that's a good one like while the plane's <laughs> going, going yeah yeah seriously <laughs> the epic flame put on your own yeah. mask before you put yeah. on someone else's hello and welcome to maggie's corner um i'm maggie i'm 22 years old um i am an fnd warrior and in Maggie's Corner, we're going to be talking about mental health, um, tips and tricks on how to deal with F&D and mental health, um, and amplify disabled voices, share resources. Um, and if you want to get to know me a little bit better, follow me on Instagram. My username is Maggie, M-A-G-G-I-E dot Chapman, C-H-A-P-M-A-N. I um, it was actually so nice. Jake and I, for our five years, went on a little picnic adventure uh, in in Dalesford, it's this um company. This is not sponsored I or anything. Love I just Dalesford, by the way. Oh, it was out it. that way. It was like a little um picnic adventure, and you get clues to different destinations, and you pick up different snacks. Mm-hmm. It's called Amazing Co. Um, the company, and it's in Melbourne, and they do like Melbourne. Uh, they do the CBD, like um they do the Yarra Valley. Um, Check they them do out. Macedon Rangers. Seriously, this isn't like not again. Obviously, obviously not sponsored, oh but um, it's no, that's okay. It's yeah, great. And Jake yeah. and I had such a lovely time, and oh. we got this amazing Shiraz, this red wine from the Hanging Rock Winery. Yeah, and um, we had a picnic at Hanging Rock, which was really wholesome. Oh, that's so, <laughs> so nice. that was nice. Yeah, no, it's you know, right before lockdown. Oh, lovely. I know. It feels like that's that's what we're all doing because um as soon as lockdown five happened and then it mm. ended, I was always just looking over at my shoulder going, okay, lockdown six. Let's. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm. Yep. So it's a bit like, oh, but, you know, I guess it's just we've got to just do what we can. I was actually reading this. I shared it on my Instagram story, but there's this post of kind of like, um, how lockdown and the news of lockdown is like really emotionally heavy for a lot of people and yeah. um, just being in lockdown and how that's almost traumatic. It's traumatic in itself and how to deal with that cycle of emotions and like, you know, things, some like tools to deal with that. So, you know, yeah. if you're struggling, I think, yeah, it was talking about like some mindfulness exercises and how important you long hugs are. If you have any, if you have that link, yeah. pass pop it on it and I'll pop it in. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was talking about hugs and how they're important, like, and really nice stuff like that. So I think it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah. I did speak to Deb as per usual. I did speak to Deb this week. And <laughs> Lovely, Deb. had something to say to you. Well, in this episode of the Deb and Deddy show that I'll put in this week, I'll get there, guys. I will. Um, <laughs> I will. Um, she had some things to say in this episode because she listens to everyone's episodes and sometimes oh, she then replies in the Dev and Daddy show. So I'll just give you a snippet of what she just said. Hang on. Fab, yep. 
Maggie, if you listen to, to our shows, I'm not sure if you don't, but we can send this through. Yes. Um, I, while I've been waiting for my NDIS, I have been receiving support through Carers Queensland. Now, I'm pretty sure mm. that they have Carers Victoria, South Australia. Now, what that does is they can supply its limited hours um, of support. Now, and if you are struggling financially, because they do have a fee, that you can say that it would put you under too much financial stress and they waive that fee. Right. Now, any, any oh. little bit of help is great. I might um, drop that down and play it to yeah. tomorrow because I'm talking to Maggie tomorrow. There you go. Yeah. Um, so I would – um, yeah, so for Maggie um, and anyone else there, out there, NDIS, use an advocate. Um, reports from physios, so anyone that you may have been using, um, your advocate can contact and do all that hard legwork for you, which relieves yeah. a lot of the, 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 the spit the word out, Deb. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it, there, there are days when it just gets a bit tongue-tied. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. That's so lovely. Thank you so much, Deb, if you're listening. Um, I'll reach out to you. But that is actually such great advice because I've been thinking about getting a caseworker or an advocate. Yes. Um, so Carers Victoria, that sounds great. Thank you so, so much. There might be something like that for us, so I might just check that out too. Mm. Um, but she also has some other messages for you in that episode. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll definitely pop that. it on my... Yeah, I'll edit that episode and then I'll link it in for you because she's got lots of little nuggets for you and for Jess. (laughs) Oh, what an angel. Oh, my God. She's so lovely. Yeah. That's great. I feel like she's got such knowledge and, like, you know, um, yeah, so so much advice to offer, as we all do. We all in this group, we just love to share and support each other um, in whatever way we can, which is just so lovely. Like, it's honestly... A support group as well isn't it really in in a not in that way but like it's you know we're, no. we're here to help and chat about experiences yeah. and that makes us feel less alone on this journey mm-hmm. oh so lovely um well thank you so much Deb I'll definitely look into that that is great advice um especially whilst I'm waiting for my appointments I've got you know few appointments coming up which is exciting I've got my movement disorder clinic appointment next Friday so I'm going to chat about mobility with them as well fantastic yes I'm really excited because they finally contacted me after I think it was like 10 months (laughs) after hospital but you know what I'm just happy that I have that appointment and um it should be good. I, I'm really excited to get a hopefully a written diagnosis for FND because it was always a verbal, but I never had it on a piece of paper. So I'd really like that. Um, yeah. Just as evidence for, you know, NDIS, whatever. Um, so well, yeah, I'm very excited. I mean, uh, I'm back on the wait list again. So I don't know where I. <laughs> hopefully give them a call and just say hey like with COVID circumstances please can you push me forward like because it was out of your control daddy it wasn't like you know know. mm. give them a call I think that's a lot of the game is like just chasing and I totally this is not me like you know hating on like receptionists or 
the healthcare system because I know they do like it's such a hard gig and there's so many patients to support and the system is overloaded at the moment especially yeah um but it is really sometimes hard to chase the tail and like you know chase things up like I'm still waiting to hear to get on a waiting list from like the start of June and it's like I know August now I'm like I really just want to get on that waiting list but but you know you've got to think of mental health care plans and referrals and making that exactly. appointment yeah. some clinics are only open one day a week you know that's it tricky. highlights the need so. for more F&D clinics out there you know and more Ooh, F&D yeah. specialists out there because I do know that there is one F&D specialist um he's so in demand now mm. that He's no longer accepting anymore. You can't even get on the wait list. It's just closed down. Yep. That's yep. it. Yeah. And that's the thing, like a lot of psychologists as well, like even just for, you know, non-FND specific kind of um, healthcare workers um, there's or, you know, practitioners, there's still a long wait. It's just like, and it's so expensive as well. Like it's just, I wish, I really hope, and I'm going to manifest that like, you know, healthcare and um, mental health care comes under healthcare, I guess, um, is more accessible and more available in the future. And I think that's why I'm so passionate about music therapy and hopefully working towards that goal. Um, you know, I definitely manifest a wellness hub in the future. Oh, um, yes. Daddy, you could, you could be there with me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'd be there. I'm backing you anyway, 100%. I'm supporting you. Yep as I am supporting you too so um I guess today I wanted to like I know we've kind of been chatting for a while now but I guess um we'll start what's a recommendation of the week any recommended tv shows podcasts anything (laughs) no (laughs) no 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 no. it's not that it's just that um I have been flaring up as of late and one thing that's got me going is knitting right now oh amazing oh so knitting let me just That's... um if you have a one second i'll show you what i mean oh i'm excited this uh, knitting i'm really really excited we all have that one thing that gets us through and can be a good distraction in our flares i know i definitely listen to music or watch my favorite tv show when i'm in a flare and it helps because it takes your brain away for a minute or two or longer. <laughs> I've gone to get my knitting. <laughs> it's, um, I have been really stressed and, um, well, not only stressed, but I haven't been able to do much. I've been under a lot of um, emotional stress, especially with personal issues. Oh, I'm sorry to hear. Um, but the thing is, my med- I have trouble sometimes just meditating. And yeah, absolutely. And flaring up a lot. So I've, mm. I've been knitting. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Um, that is so beautiful. Guys, oh, I mean, you can't really see. Obviously, it's a podcast. But Daddy has been – I. I Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! You've been busy. There's a, if you want, do you, do you want a beanie? Because <laughs> I've got too many beautiful gifts from you. Honestly, I don't need them. They're they're beautiful. Like, <laughs> Daddy has a... made like <laughs> Daddy I mean, has made like three, four beanies and a beautiful scarf. Oh my make gosh! A, I reckon knitting's the way to go. Knitting, knitting or crocheting. Mm. Yep. 
find something that just takes your mind away and you know you escape mm. for a while that's what i needed to do this week this week yep needed to escape and, look, and you know what like even though you escaped and you know not that everyone has to be productive when they need space look how like many things you've made and look how much how many beautiful things have come out of that space that you needed to take for yourself oh my recommendation for the week um my recommendation is um like something I've been watching it's not as exciting as your recommendation which is knitting but uh a Netflix series called Anne with an E um it's really lovely it's Anne of Green Gables and it's like I think it's the it's a really lovely series because it's not like too dramatic and too like full on so it's just like really calming series where it's just like about nature and about Anne which is I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to spoil it for anyone but she's this beautiful young woman and it's kind of her journey to growing up and her connection with nature and art and she's just like this beautiful girl and I think the story is really really wholesome and it's you know how some series tv series are a bit like fear provoking or they just release a lot of dopamine so they're addictive Mm -hmm. this isn't that kind of show it's just like really relaxing and beautiful and has really lovely messages but it's real and um yeah yeah give it a watch it's a netflix original series and with an e there's three seasons and um yeah i i loved it i finished it now so yeah that's my recommendation for the week i thought with today's episode i like i had like I mean, we've already chatted for a while, but I wanted to talk a little bit about neurodiversity mm-hmm. today because I think it's something that's, it's like, you know, that needs to be talked about more. Um, and I just kind of want to explain a bit about what it is because I think it's really important. So neurodiversity, guys, is like basically a range of differences in individual brain function and behavioral traits. Um and it's regarded as part of normal variation in the human population. So it's basically like um, different. It's a viewpoint that brain differences are normal and like rather than having deficits, it's the idea that neurodiversity can have benefits with learning and thinking differences. Um, and this kind of concept of neurodiversity helps reduce stigma around um, the differences. So it gives us new perspectives and like people that come under the neurodiverse or neurodivergent umbrella, um, just to name a few, is autism spectrum disorder, ADHD, um, mm-hmm. uh, dyslexia, intellectual disabilities, OCD, mental yep. health disorders, epilepsy, tick disorders, Tourette's, like just to name a few. Um, there's no distinct literature that says that FND is under that, but I, I feel like we do have differing cognitive abilities. So I think some forms of FND and because it can link with mental health definitely fits under that. Um, But yeah, basically like, you know, I think it's really important to talk about because it's a positive viewpoint and it talks about like, well, it's a real viewpoint and it talks about like, you know, just diversity in general. So like the term neurodiversity um, is the diversity or variation of cognitive functioning in humans. The term neurodiverse is about the inclusion of a number of substantial cognitive functional functioning variations. Neurodivergent is having a less typical cognitive variation, such as like autism or ADHD. 
And the term neurodivergence is the presence of or grouping of less typical cognitive variations. So like diversity just talks about like a variation of all, you know, whether you're neurotypical or neurodivergent, it's including everyone. Um, and basically, yeah, it's about inclusive inclusivity. Um, and, you know, like it, it, having a group of people that are neurodiverse, um, it brings, you know, great values and like actually brings a lot to the table, you know, authenticity, resilience, honesty, creativity, mm -hmm. yep. empathy, um, innovative thinking and sensory awareness. Like, you know, basically different abilities has more to offer than just neurotypical people. It, it, it brings, you know, like a wide variety of skills and values. And um, yeah, I think in terms of just being aware, like literally the first step is being aware of neurodiversity and the different accessibility needs of people um, and disability, you know, like it, honestly, we need to make change in our recruitment. It's getting better, but recruitment, you know, businesses, more support offered for neurodiverse individuals. Um, so yeah, basically like, I think it's a really good, good term. And I think we just need to have the conversation about it a little bit more. I am a proud neurodivergent person, um, have been since I was a kid. I didn't know because I've always had OCD since a young age um, and that definitely fits under. So I think it's like, it's a really great way of looking at different abilities and how important it is um, to have neurodiverse spaces. Um, and that actually brings me to the person I want to amplify this week, okay. which is Chloe Hayden. Um, her pronouns are she, her. Uh, she is autistic and has ADHD. And um, in her Instagram bio, she has a little quote saying different, not less, which I love and fits into the neurodiversity kind of outlook. Mm -hmm. um, and she is an actor and a performing artist. Um, and she talks a lot on accessibility and disability, which is awesome. And, you know, fights for media representation, um, for uh, neurodiversity and disability. Um, she has her own brand as well, which is awesome. Um, it's an autistic brand that sense has sensory friendly clothing, which is just like great. Um, and really cool designs, may I add. Um, she also has TikTok and, um, she creates quite a lot of Instagram reels with some great information. And also she's just like, like, I'm like in awe. She's so gorgeous. She wears this beautiful, like flower crown um and sparkles on her face so she looks like this amazing like fairy yeah. <laughs> um which I just like relate to I love you know yeah color and flowers and yeah she's really beautiful I think she um has a lot to say and yeah I love all her content and I think she she's taught me a lot personally even about um about autism and ADHD and just disability and uh, the importance of neurodiversity. So check her out, guys. She's on Instagram, TikTok, Chloe Hayden. Yeah. Um, Melbourne, Melbourne, young woman, similar age oh. to me. Yeah. So I just wanted to talk about that because I just think like it really relates to us. And as FNDs, we should like, you know, all think about as we do, like supporting other people with different disabilities. And it really just gives us like, I don't know, 
gave me so much like empathy and understanding and just awareness about different disabilities and different cognitive abilities and just in general like how we can support everyone Everyone. in society no I think that's the reason why um we are well I wanted you to actually talk about different disabilities as well because we're always talking about F&D but when you start Mm. talking about you know um amplifying other people and accessibility and other disabilities it's important Mm. for us to all talk about so important Mm-hmm. everyone including I wish yeah. I really just like I think it needs to be a conversation for um people without disabilities especially as well because you know like if you're an able-bodied person um it's really important to use that privilege and support people that aren't able-bodied or that do have a disability and for the most part I think a lot of people it's becoming a lot more widely recognized in our society I think we're better becoming like a lot more um you know, uh, what's the word? Um, I think equality is just coming into play a lot more. And I think people are aware of their privilege a lot more and checking, yeah. you know, for instance, I know my privileges as a white woman. And I know that, um, yeah, I know like there will always be someone better off than me. There will always be someone worse off than me. And just to keep in mind, like what I'm grateful for and just acknowledge the privileges I have um, is really helpful to to me to just understand that and understand how I can support people with less privilege than me and amplify them and listen to them and what they need. Yeah. And just um, going back to neurodiversity as well and the variations Mm. and bringing more to the table, I think you're quite right. Mm. And there is a lot of stigma as well with ADHD mm. because um, my husband, I don't know if you know this, but my husband is in the process, well, was in the process of um, getting diagnosed with ADHD. And my partner has ADHD. <laughs> yeah, but now he's yeah. been actually um, diagnosed with higher spectrum autism now. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and so now we're going to go in the process now of getting a Leo diagnosed because yeah. that there's something with Leo. Um, yeah. So we're trying to get him some help because, you know, we recognise that he might he need some special. He's different. Yeah, yeah. need some yeah. support. Need some yep. help, you know. So yep. the earlier Absolutely. we get, the better, you know, the outcome is for him that we can support him and help him. And how amazing you guys are as parents doing that because it's also really tricky to also like recognize. I think for me, I didn't know, like I said, I didn't know I was neurodiverse and my parents didn't know I was till like literally when I was 18, like an adult. So I think the more we recognize it earlier and support our kids um, in schools and by parent and as parents, the better because yeah, it's not less. We're not less. We're just different. And there's a lot of different thinking abilities and a lot of, and I think like, different generations have different experiences and I think um there's a lot of people that are adults and get diagnosed with ADHD or autism spectrum disorder and I think it's actually interesting as well daddy like Jake and I were talking we're like actually like we're both neurodiverse and that's quite common in most couples like if one's neurodiverse then the other yeah um, can be too yeah so who knows? I might very well be, may have been, but well, I'm, I, you know. Like I, I said, FND probably fits under neurodiversity. 
exactly right. But the thing is, like, you, you know, I know that Livy may not very well be, but the way that mm. Leo thinks, you know, is quite mm. different. And so we have to approach him quite differently, but he's Absolutely. still unique and still wonderful. Do you know? So much to offer, but different yes. different skills to offer. Yes. Different abilities. Right. Yeah. 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 And um, I well, think- good on you as a parent doing that because you know what? It's mm. it can be really tricky, and it's like really hard because especially when you have a few kids, and it's like every child is different. And I think as you know, beautiful, you sound like yeah. you're a beautiful parent supporting your children the way they need to be supported in whatever way that looks like. And yeah, kids do have to. And it, yeah, it can be pardon? tricky. It can be tricky, especially when he yeah, have, it is tricky like his tag and his flare-ups and you know you, mm. you do get the advice from other people and you have to mm. like you know try and treat him the way that you you know you do best but people don't yeah. understand um but, yeah, yeah advice can be tricky because some people have such different outlooks and there is still stigma around um neuro neurodivergent individuals and I think that's what we need to get rid of because it literally is just different and yeah. different is good Exactly. That's the bottom line. Different is good. And whilst mm-hmm. all you can do is support the differences and um, allow them to, like the more society and just like schools and yeah, society as a whole can support neurodiverse individuals, the better because yeah, exactly. then we can all flourish in this world and everyone should have equal opportunities, no matter what your background, no matter what your race, your mm-hmm. sexual orientation, your um you know, if you've got a disability or not, you know, everyone should have opportunities. I think I'm actually really guilty of this because like I'm just (laughs) recently, I feel really bad. I'm like, I'm just (laughs) recently disabled. So I'm new to this game, but um, I'm the same. I'm the exact same, Daddy. I'm being able, an able person. Like I had been, I lumped everyone in the same boat, you know, like Mm. disabled was everyone in one boat but now yeah. being disabled I'm learning that I had been ignorant and that everyone is completely absolutely individual and different you know I was the same I am so like I was also ignorant and also didn't know enough and I wish I honestly knew more and I wish I wasn't as ignorant as I was and I didn't yeah like I, I think just also like I wasn't even self-aware enough to realize that I had OCD. And I do think like whilst I could have, whilst I wasn't self-aware enough, I think, and I am pretty self-aware person, I think, but like also OCD was so stigmatized and I thought it was only cleaning, but my obsessions and compulsions are different to that. Like I have a lot of different ones and, you know, people don't understand that there's disorders and disabilities are multifaceted. There's a lot you know, autism will look different in like every individual. Yeah, exactly right. So, so um, yeah, <laughs> so, but I'm the same. I think we just. Yeah. For, for yeah. those who are like just recently diagnosed with FND and you are new to um, being disabled or if you are starting to realise that you are disabled, um, you know, there is a lot to learn with disability, but don't feel guilty for being you know kind of clueless you know no don't feel guilty absolutely not like 
you know, this is new and it's, you've got a lot. And I think like focus on your health first, focus Mm. on your disability first, and then, then worry about society. You know, I, I honestly am a bit guilty of unfocusing on too much on other people and society at large rather than myself. So I totally agree. Do not feel guilty. Do not pressure yourself to learn, you know, just come as you are. Um, learn as you go do whatever you can in your space and look after yourself first you know like put on your own oxygen mask before you put on someone else's it's that whole concept oh that's a good one like while the plane is going down <laughs> yeah yeah seriously <laughs> the FNV flame put on your own yeah. mask before you put yeah. on someone else's seriously and like <laughs> I mean it's interesting as well because like even my parents have learned so much about and my family and my partner mm. about disability and like mum and I had this moment and like I feel like I want to share this because I think it's so important and it's probably you know part of different F&D journeys everyone has yep. different experiences anyway yep. I was at uni and I was at the start of the year when you know I was really didn't know if I'd be able to study and I went to uni on an open day on the orientation week sorry and I, mum started just, she came with me because I needed someone there. It was when I was really quite unwell. And um, I was ticking like a clock. I had my rainbow lanyard on, which with all my um, keys and stuff that I needed. And I, my mum just started crying and just was like, I've never had to have a disabled child and you're 22. And it's, it's just, it was like a big reality, you know, like it was like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. And I never felt disabled in a space like that. And it was just really gave me a lot of like awareness and empathy, but also I was just like, this is really hard. Mm. And it was really, we both were just sobbing. Cause like, I was just, there was all these people with their friends walking around together. And I was there alone with my mom, unable to walk. And I was like, this isn't what, and my mom's like, this is not what I want for you. And like, honestly, it was really quite an emotional experience, but it was also like, wow, you know, um, this is my reality now and I'm going to do the best I can. And I, I was really proud of myself because I looked at disability support services at uni. I got myself a mobility scooter if I ever need to use it at uni. Yeah. I researched restrooms where I can like have a sleep and a nap um, where when my FND is flaring up. So I just, everyone listening, if you have FND or a disability, um, you know, if you need support like it I know it can be draining and hard but look at your options or get someone to help you look at your options like a carer or a caseworker like Deb said you know because there often is um, support available that we don't even realize like I didn't know disability support services were a thing before FND and to be honest I should have got them before FND for my mental health disorders because I would have benefited from some help when my anxiety was really bad and my um, depression so look at the things that are available you know whether it's your uni maybe having some counseling services or doctor services restrooms um in my library at uni there's separate room um for disabled folk that can rest and um also use a computer in a quiet space and that's really good for me and i think it'd be really good for um people with autism because it's less sensory overload and like i can tick freely without worrying about affecting others in the library because a library is not really a great space for ticks um and like things like that just look at your options look at what's available even if it's your local library um i found out like from you daddy that 
Westfield shopping centers have scooters available for hire for yeah. when you do your supermarket shopping. I did not know that. No, that is for awesome. hire, that's for free. You just like go, it's hey, free. I need a scooter and, mm. and presto. There you go. <laughs> so everyone, yeah. like, check out what support is available out there mm-hmm. wherever you are you know like um even if you need someone to help you do it because I think that was like a big thing for me is I wouldn't have got through uni without knowing that there was all the security on campus were seizure trained they know how to deal with seizures I did not know that that's pretty cool. yeah wow and like all my staff members were fantastic like I'm really grateful for the coordinators of my uni course they were like what can we do to support you um so i've got special considerations for my exams if i need them and for extensions with my disability so like it actually i wouldn't get through uni without knowing that those support things support systems are in place so everyone check out what you can because it will make life easier and there is support out there and um neurodiversity and disability is being more recognized widely sorry neurodivergence and disability um so yeah that's kind of my message i guess for the week (laughs) (laughs) all right well i will pop it out there it'll be not this week but it'll be next week's (laughs) message (laughs) most definitely thank you so very much maggie for thank you daddy and we will talk and please post some of your art because I want to see more. <laughs> I'll do. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. And that has been Maggie's Corner. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you want to know more, head to www.fndoz.org and make sure to follow the FND podcast on Instagram. And my personal Instagram is maggie.chapman. Um, so, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Have a wonderful day and we'll from you next time.